aren't you about tired of listening to sports shows with all the woke bullshit? So are we. This is Patriot Sports Radio. Patriot Sports Radio. Fed up with the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media. If it's sports, from the high school level to the pros, we're talking about it. Like the red-blooded Americans we are. God bless America. God bless America. God bless America. Let's do this. And now, here's Eric, Angela, John, Chris, and the coach. Welcome back, my friends. If you're new, then welcome in Patriot Sports Radio. My name is Eric. I'm your host. Glad to have you with us. And thank you for those reviews. Chris is back from the state softball tournament. He's got the train moving down the tracks. He's about three shades darker, too. He got a lot of sun this weekend. Angela's here. No headband. John either. John, the hair's looking too good for a headband. Is that what you thought? (laughs) Well, I think I lost a headband in the move, so I'll I'll have to dig through some of the boxes that are uh, set aside for goodwill and make sure it didn't get snuck in there by the significant other. Uh-oh. Is she pro headband or is she uh, and she is, but she will throw away something like that and well, not like think that. twice. I like that. That's the opposite of a hoarder. You're going to be it glad. actually started a little bit of a fight where <laughs> I was mid building some Ikea drawer desk thing. And I'm like, everything's still out and you're throwing things away. I'm not done with that. I need that. Allen wrench and that Allen wrench and that Allen wrench. <laughs> yeah, it's like, can, can you give me a little space here, please? And that weird pentagonal wrench. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful day here in the dairy land. Other than some trees are down. Holy shit. We got hit with a storm. One announcement before we begin. As you may have heard, we're hosting the NFL week one celebration bash at can of bloom pharmacy on september the 10th actually i think it's called the 420 farmers market very clever we'll be watching the packers game and broadcasting live probably i'm sure there will be some giveaways contests games going on it's going to be a whole big thing can of bloom will also be selling their coffee which we encourage you to buy because some of your money will go directly <coughs> will go directly to help family promise which assist homeless families in the area. I know some people who volunteer for that. It's a solid, uh, solid organization. They'll have a donation stand set up and they encourage you to bring some uh, cashish and give it to the homeless folks. They need it more than you. If you have a home and you have cashish, the homeless people need it more than you do. So break them off a couple, couple dollars at least now sports America. Fuck. Yeah. Our U 12 team beat New Zealand 43 to one. Yes, that's a new record. The old record was 29 runs. They scored three right away in the first. Then after an 11-run second inning, it was pretty much over. That didn't stop Bryant Jew, J-U, from knocking a grand slam to make it 23-0. He ended up with seven RBIs. Uh, Pitchers Landry and Schoolcraft got nine of their 12 outs via strikeout. This must be a four-inning situation, the U-12. I'm still not sure how New Zealand scored that one run, but the USA (laughs) are now 6-0. In opening round games. I don't know if you can bet on 12-year-olds, but that's a nice uh, it's a nice trend there. I like it. Did they run the opposite way around the bases? <laughs> that's a great question. Maybe that's New Zealand's problem. Mm-hmm. They're running like their toilets. Could be. I don't know. Maybe not a lot of baseball in New Zealand. It hasn't really caught on there like it did in Japan. 
I don't know, but uh, our 12-year-olds are ruthless. I mean, doesn't the coach at some point tell you to ease up? I don't know. No. Prisoners. No mercy rule. Nothing. Fuck just, that. Fucking watching. drill them. Drill them until the fucking ump calls you off. My oh, kid, it was 23 to fucking two the other day, and my kid was stealing home. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Get in there and get some of it. Stop hey. it. If you don't want them to score, stop it. Hey, Aren't exactly. they all descendants of like convicts? Isn't that how, or is that how Australia started? Yeah. yeah. They're probably like, Australia. We got to go in there tough, guys. Like, we got to really like turn it up. New Zealand is probably like the escaped Australian oh. penal colony people. I just know the bushwhackers were from New Zealand. That's all I know about New Zealand culture. Those guys it was Australia that they, that they sent the prisoners to. Okay. Ah, the Fosters. I don't know what New Zealand for being. <laughs> I mean, you gotta be a tough motherfucker to box kangaroos all day. Yeah. That was awesome. Some of those kangaroos are ripped. Seriously. Well, just to endure their wildlife, they've got some yeah. of the weirdest stuff. Fucking everything's insane. trying to kill you. And everything's yeah. fucking poisonous, like the snakes. Yeah. The That's why dog. everybody lives on the perimeter. If you ever see right. a population density of those islands, no. nobody's going in the center. It's like no. the seventh level of hell in there. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. We'll just drink salt water. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> we heard there's a little back here somewhere. Mm, I'll I'm just good. eat a ketchup packet or two. I don't need any meat. <laughs> yeah, mix it with the That's relish. All right. Yeah, I don't need fried blue ring octopus or whatever you people are eating over here. <laughs> Netflix has been looking for quarterbacks to follow around for season two of Quarterback, but they're having some trouble. Dak says he gets enough media coverage. He says the Cowboys <laughs> get enough media coverage. He also didn't want to be the mid-level quarterback that Kirk Cousins ended up agreeing to be. Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, even Mason Rudolph and Sam Howell said no so i don't know i think word got out that netflix does a shit job in some way maybe they're too intrusive when they film i don't know but the nfl company line seems to be say no when netflix calls i don't know if we're gonna have a season two of quarterback maybe they drop down to college i don't know but if if fucking mason rudolph is turning you down you got problems the the only thing i can imagine is that they're obviously not paying them um, or they're not paying them enough for what you're expected to deliver, or they people are just really tired of media saturation of quarterbacks. And it's like, you know what? I do enough for NFL films. I might have to be on hard knocks. You guys are starting to step on each other's feet. You know, I don't, I don't want to. Would you yeah. watch a TV show called X Quarterbacks? <laughs> like, would that be better? Watching what they're doing in their everyday life? Watch Jake Plummer sell mushrooms at a fish concert yeah be awesome <laughs> watch uh watch jay cutler kill an animal that's probably endangered yeah. oh my <laughs> excellent and i just Brett updated Ford my in prison i just updated my phone and now my fucking twitter says x yep it's yeah. x now you know what i was having a hard time finding it the past few days i kept scrolling right past it on my home screens i'm like where's my twitter oh yeah, it's very weird that it's it's an X now because it was always the bird and yeah. called Twitter, even though you know Elon was talking about how it's called X. Now it's really X. Are we how long are we gonna keep calling him tweets until a clever word comes along? I guess. 
Well, it's totally different now. The platform now it will be, it's going to be long form video. All of our stuff can go and live there like a host and you can bank there. You can, it's going to be like an Amazon. Whoa. It's going to so be like gonna be in X videos. You, yeah. X <laughs> videos. And we, uh, yeah, apparently there's going to be a huge, uh, mortgage deal on there. You can buy and sell your house real quick, right on. Nice. X. That's going to be the one the stop everything shop. Out, like everything. It's going to be the Amazon of life. Like how you can go to Walmart and buy tires and cereal and get your eyes checked. It's going to be that, but on the internet. He's going to be real rich. Richer. <laughs> he's more richer. He's basically making a digital buckies is what he's done or what he's doing. It's <laughs> a great analogy. I love that. Bears rookie Darnell Wright has been doing the wide receiver conditioning <laughs> drills over the offseason to get in football shape. But here's the thing Darnell is a 330 pound offensive tackle. So obviously, he came in and absolutely crushed the lineman drills. There was some kind of m- mix communication where he got the wide receiver running program. So he's been, I don't know, like running five miles a day or whatever fucking receivers do. Yeah, Coach I staff saw, very impressed with the shape he's in. Looking good. How long did that happen? Wouldn't I would be like this How guy is still three thirty. He, I would be like he's he, not. He, he lost. Got, he lost a lot of weight. Stupid. One of the two. <laughs> so he lost a significant amount of weight, but apparently no body uh, or so no body muscle. And I was looking at what some of the stats were, and he said that he was surprised to see that your typical player, and it was referring to wide receivers, not linemen. Run about a 20-second 200. <laughs> and if you've ever run the 200, uh, I was a wide receiver in high school, and I didn't run a 20-second. I think that's the Illinois state record for <laughs> high school 200. <laughs> yeah, so, he, I mean, it's a little bit of a red flag, too, where it's like, did you really think that that was what was expected of you? And also, you know, who's reading this for you? Oh my gosh. But good to see he's in shape. I'm sure he ordered a pizza that night. I would. Jeez. That's scoring a lot of points with the coaching staff. Other training camp headlines include, but are not limited to, Joey Burrow grabbed his already bandaged calf and went down at practice, causing all the Twitter doctors to come out in force, telling us that he tore his Achilles or it was a cramp or maybe just a strain. Nobody knows. But what we do know is Jamar Chase said that he gave him the head nod that says he's okay. They have some sort of unspoken communication from college. Jamar says he's okay. I say he's probably okay. We'll find out. I don't know. It would suck to lose Joe Burrow. Didn't he just sign or has he not he yet? Has not. No, he has not yet signed. It's his turn. Yeah, it was his turn to be the most expensive quarterback in the league and he goes down. Maybe it was a diversion tactic. Just like the maybe pretty out like a J.K. Dobbins thing saying it hurts more than it does. Jalen Ramsey definitely hurt himself. He tore up his knee. He had surgery on his meniscus. He'll be back maybe week nine or ten. So like when you're putting up the Christmas tree, that's when Jalen Ramsey will be ready again. They had to sign Eli Apple, who is definitely not an adequate replacement for Jalen Ramsey, not to mention Tyreek and. Eli Apple hate each other going back to the Bengals chiefs rivalry. I remember Tyreek calling out Eli Apple saying uh, that he was 
he was essentially going to roast him, which he did. So I'm not sure how that's going to, I don't know if you want to bring a guy in like that. Tyreek just got done slapping the shit out of a guy at a Marina. You really want to bring a sworn enemy into the locker room? Yeah. You're really kicking the hornet's nest. Yeah. It troubles me with my dolphins to win the East bets that I've already made. I don't think they're going to win the East anymore. I'm a little worried about the jets possibly becoming good. If they sign Delvin cook, Ugh, it just would be an actual good team. Well, they got a little more fuel for the fire. My hope. Yeah. Oh my god! There's now a Twitter slap fight, or <laughs> it's not even just on Twitter. Now there's a slap fight going on between two people who have no business talking about each other. <laughs> no, no. And they asked Rogers about um, Hackett. Must have been yesterday or today at training camp. He went on about how much he loves him, and he can't believe a coach would say that about another coach. It's, he did the worst job, arguably ever. Anybody who's ever had to clean up an idiot's mess at work understands, I think, Sean Payton's frustration. Yeah. Yeah. Although it was the the equivalent of our idiot kicker got liquored up and ran his mouth. (laughs) He really shouldn't have said any of that. And and of course, referring to to, uh, our boy here in uh, Denver, just running his mouth and also burning... Not necessarily burning bridges, but taking some shots at Denver last year. And it's just like, dude, were you on one when you had yeah. this interview? Because you said a lot of things that added no value and put an air or put just a bullseye on your back. He said uh, he doesn't even know what he's watching on some of the film because it's so completely disorganized. Here's some quotes. He said, uh, shoot. They couldn't get a play in. They were 29th in the league in pre-snap penalties on both sides of the ball. That's hard to do. It might have been the worst coaching job in the history of the NFL. Regarding Russ Wilson, he took a lot of the blame off the player. He said there's so much dirt around that. There's 20 dirty hands for what was allowed. Tolerated in the frickin' training rooms, the offense. I don't know, Hackett. It wasn't just Russell. He didn't just flip. That wasn't his fault. That was on the parents who allowed it. He says he's going to be pissed if they're not a playoff team. So that Jets-Broncos game week five is going to be highly anticipated. Well, I have a few comments on that. Um, Obviously, Nathaniel Hackett was in over his head, and and I remember I think all of us were in agreement by week three last year that it was a mistake. But the worst coaching job in history is not one that only lasts four games. The worst coaching job in history is somebody like Mark Tressman slowly and deliberately (laughs) setting fire to your entire franchise for a number of years, setting it back to the point that even John Fox can't revive it. He shows up day one and says, what the hell? That's probably worse. I mean, honestly, the Nathaniel Hackett thing is going to get forgotten. It's not going to be a rallying cry every time you hire a new coach the way Tressman was in Chicago. No. No, I'm not sure how this one plays out. But also, the other comments, he needs to figure out, because his quote was, oh, I just had my Fox hat on, referring to once a week he'd sit down and talk shit with Colin Cowherd. And uh, yeah, you know what? You're not on Fox Sports anymore, bud. You're you're leading a franchise. Quit running your mouth. Kind of a rookie move. Yeah, I mean, if this was a way to take the blame off of Wilson, there's take the pressure off for this year. There's probably other ways to do that. (laughs) 
speaking of uh, pressure, Jonathan Taylor has requested a trade. Well, first he allegedly requested $16 million a year. And then when they laughed in his <laughs> face, then he requested a trade. When asked about it, Jim, Jim Ursay, uh, the owner said, if I die tonight and Jonathan Taylor's out of the league, nobody's going to miss us. The league goes on. Now, is that a bit unhinged? Sure. But he's speaking to the core tenant of this thing. Nobody is bigger than football. Remember Todd Gurley, the undisputed top running back on the planet? That feels like 10 years ago already. It's just the reality of running backs. You can't give them $16 million. So I don't know where he thinks he's going to get that. But Irsay's he's on some real meta stoner shit these days talking about we're all just dust in the wind basically hey so is jonathan taylor still good is he still a good football player does something happen in indianapolis last year because we drafted number one remember or no we didn't he went number one last year a lot yeah i, I read what happened that he got a new he got a new agent uh that got another colt um like a big deal because jonathan taylor and i'll send you guys this article because it's interesting it's written by a guy in indy he's he's a very intelligent person who got accepted to like harvard and yale he knows he knows how to talk and negotiate and and what about run run but apparently he got this idiot agent who basically has just veered him off path and uh now he's just i don't know listening to the wrong people there almost has to be like a chickens come home to roost moment for these agents who keep telling their guys to demand way more money than they could possibly get. Fuck it, dude. Don't go to camp. Like there's 90 running backs lined up waiting to take your job. And and you know what the honest to God, best advice to any solid running back is go and play hard and protect your body because it's not going to get any better next year. It's not going to get any better the year after you might might as well. You go pull a Barry. Go do a Barry Sanders. He picked his spots when he would take his shots, and he'd step out of bounds most of the time. Get out of bounds. You're saying a lot of these The extra two yards isn't worth three years off your career every time. Nope. Nope. And they're saying a lot of these guys might just not play through injuries anymore. You might just see them not able to play on Sundays when normally they would play through it. And again, you'll just have a guy take your job. So it's going to be interesting because we got uh, JT wants a trade. Eckler wants a trade. Saquon is on a one-year deal. Josh Jacobs is on a golf course or fishing or whatever right now. He flew out of Las Vegas last week. (laughs) Delvin Cook might sign with the Jets. Kareem Hunt has no team, and neither does Fournette. Aaron Jones and Joe Mixon took pay cuts. They're looking like the smartest guys in the room right now. Mm -hmm. Totally. So maybe they have the same logical agent? I I don't know. Oh, and Sony Michelle retired yesterday. (laughs) Oh, geez. He got to camp and remembered how much it sucks. And it was probably a hundred degrees. And he just said the most relatable thing ever, which is fuck, fuck this. I'm going home. Patriots just signed somebody, right? Zeke. One year deal. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be interesting. It will. Oh my God. I don't know if he's ready to adhere to the work ethics up there, but can we have just... what he's used to not doing and not having to go through and then landing in Belichick's lap. Yeah, he's probably going to get fined every time he does that spoon thing. We're going to want to tune into that for sure. Yeah, I'll be interested. Maybe Coach says he thinks he's going to get the last few miles out of Zeke. I think whatever's there, Belichick will get out of him. Squeeze it out. Well, he's going to get the ball a lot. It's not like they have a lot of weapons to go to. That's true. He could have a huge year. Be interesting. 
he's pretty much free in fantasy drafts if you want to have to root for him all year. <laughs> they say they say timing is everything. Clearly, nobody knows that better than the NFL, who, along with Aristocrat Gaming, has unveiled officially licensed NFL slot machines. Yes, because this is the time. You lean into more gambling when gambling suspensions are being handed out like trick or treat candy. Aristocrat Gaming came to a multi-year agreement with the NFL for the licensed slot machines back in 2021. So it sounds like about five minutes after Calvin Ridley got busted or five (laughs) minutes before. That's when this deal happened. He said, I truly believe that it could be an industry changing event for slot machines and for casinos themselves, pushing boundaries, driving innovation to something that has really never been done before. You're talking about slot machines with, with fucking <laughs> Earl Campbell on them. You're not changing the world. Yeah. Who's playing these too? It's like little old ladies who don't even watch football. They don't give a flying yeah. shit. Like, yeah. Oh my God. Just How discriminatory are people about their slot machines? Like, not at all. So they're going to have it geared up with specialties, like, like phrases where like, you're going to spin for like the going for two or something. (laughs) They will have customizable skins and gamblers will be able to choose their favorite teams on the machines while also seeing videos of iconic moments and stadium fight songs. You get to see Leroy Butler jump in the stands and invent the Lambo leap as you're losing $40 and Randy Moss taking a poop in the end zone. Fake. Yeah. poop. <laughs> Gotta have that. Excellent. So when you hit three quarterbacks, you get $50 million, but when you hit three running backs, you get two. <laughs> you get five bucks. Yeah. yeah. And somebody whacks you in the, in the knee with a hammer. Oh my God, that's excellent. And, and they tell you it was a privilege to play in the NFL. Mm. On Monday, the NFL announced that Denver Broncos defensive end Iomia Uwaziriki. Oh boy, U W A Z U R I K E. Good mm. luck with that. Anyway, he's been suspended indefinitely for betting on NFL games during the 2022 season. This is the tenth player to be suspended on such charges, violating the policy. And, so. and Sean Payton ran his mouth on that in a weird way too. He was just like, well, he, he kind of framed it as, I guess it's our fault. I don't know. These rules don't make any sense. I had to have somebody come in and explain it to me like I'm a five-year-old. I'm paraphrasing. And it, awesome. it was just kind of an odd, like, are you defending the the gambling policy? or defending your, uh, That's a like, shot at the rule makers for sure. Totally. Well, he's always had it out for Goodell ever since yeah. he got he got suspended for trying to hurt players. Yeah. For paying for injuries. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Aww. Should we look at the oh, only 24 minutes? We can look at the college preseason rankings. This is always interesting and fun. Take a look at the college preseason football rankings, a.k.a. find out where Texas is ranked and talk shit about them. Number one, Georgia national champions lost Stetson Bennett, but Kirby recruits like nobody else. They still have Brock Bowers at tight end. That's a hell of a name. Strong run game and the defense. So they're going into the into the season number one. We'll see. We'll see how this new Georgia team does. Number two, Michigan. Number two. Hmm. Hmm. Lost in the college football playoff semifinal. Lost looking for their third consecutive Big Ten title. I guess that's why they're second. Ohio State is third. Also lost in the semifinals. But they have that Marvin Harrison Jr. kid. Yeah. So two of the three. Two of the top three Big Ten schools, then Alabama at number four. Pretty crazy. 
rank Alabama outside the top three. Penn State and Manny Diaz <laughs> defense, number five. LSU, number six. They won the Citrus Bowl last year. They're rumored to be good. And then Florida State, which just seems wild. They're three and six in the COVID year, then five and seven. Then last year, they won 10 games. See if uh, QB Jordan Travis can go into the swamp and win a game. Then USC, they have Lincoln Riley and Caleb Williams. It feels like they should be higher. Mm-hmm. I feel like USC is a dark horse playoff slash championship candidate. I'm not sure how the rest of the team is. I know all the all the NFL teams are tanking for Caleb Williams, I think. So he must be good. And then yeah. Washington. This This sounds so hopeful that this is what it would be because we all know that eight out of the top 10 teams are going to be from the sec. Yeah. I, I don't know who we're getting Ohio state or Michigan is, is going to uh tank. Uh, they're not going to be, I don't know. I, I don't see two of them being in the top five. Let's be real. And uh, Washington. Really? Okay. Well, very hopeful. Washington ahead of TCU who lost in the yeah. championship game last year. They lost most of their talent, I guess. Quentin Johnson went to the NFL. Kendra Miller. Kendra Miller was their running back? Yes, I believe so. Then you got Tennessee, Notre Dame, Clemson, Oregon, Oregon State, and then Texas. Speaking of, the Manning kid signed an NIL deal, and he's not even – I think he's the third-string quarterback. Right. Wow. I, I think the family rule was no NIL deals until you're the starter. So he broke some sort of Manning family rule there, but it's with Panini cards. I thought it was sandwiches. I'm not very in on on the cards. Agree with you. <laughs> they made one black prism autograph card that they auctioned off. It sold for over a hundred thousand dollars. All of that money will go to the St. David's Foundation, some kind of medical deal in Texas. So that money goes to charity. I'm still unclear on where the other money goes, though. Maybe in a trust of some kind. I'm not sure. But they have three like all-time quarterbacks at Texas, obviously, because mm-hmm. they're back. <laughs> they're you totally back. My, my big question is, when is Clemson going to get rolling again? Dabo, what's he yeah. doing? He's not Daboing because they haven't even sniffed the playoff for the last couple of years. And it's been that that was set up the way Georgia was, and they fell off a cliff. Yeah, I think it's going to be a wild season this year. It's portal, all these coaches moving around, bunch of dudes coming to the NFL. Why is it spell checking Williams? What's wrong with you? This one's uh, this one's weird. Follow your dreams. That's what all the soccer moms who post inspirational quotes that they don't adhere to always say. Well, what if your dream has always been to become a dog? A guy in Japan has done just that. He spent over $20,000 to have a realistic suit made for him that allows him to walk around as a border collie. It's very creepy. It falls into some kind of unnatural, like, animal uncanny valley where it looks so much like a dog, but you know it's not a dog that it creeps you out. He says none of his friends know about it because he would be embarrassed. <laughs> no shit, huh? Yeah. I'm going to try and present. Let me see. This is in Japan, screen. isn't it? Totally. Yep. This yep. is in Japan. Select a tab to share. What if I. Nope. Nope. I'm not that advanced. Well, 
you can Google guy turns into dog and uh, it's going to blow your mind. This is eerily similar to a sketch from, I think you should leave where they do the mask and he's supposed to be like on a prank show. And it's so weird that it, it, it just throws off the whole skin <laughs> and everyone just staring like, what the heck? And I think it, it backfires a little bit. It's it's fair. He's walking around on all fours, like oh my God, people trying are- to socialize with other dogs. Mm-mm. Oh my God! Yeah, it's it's really weird, right? It's very wrong. Everything about it is wrong. Oh my God, that's so crazy. Yeah. This this just screams of take that, Dad. <laughs> yes, I didn't go to med school, so take that, Dad. I'm a dog. Yeah, how about that? The the I weird see. part is like it looks super fat, like it's abnormally because yeah. you could there's like a human inside of it, so it looks like this super like a border border collie ate a panda or something. I don't know. They're gonna find out who he like his friends are gonna find out who he is at this point because it's like worldwide news. I don't know. We'll find out. Shame is still a thing over there. That's why their streets are clean and they don't beat up old ladies. Speaking of, Lord. actually. <laughs> I have, I tried to find, I don't know if I found a good basketball story. I didn't. I have some negative basketball stories. Las Vegas Aces veteran guard Rakina Williams is a bad bitch. Apparently she's been barred from the team as a result of her domestic violence charges. Well, I should say she's been barred from the team as a result of her nine domestic violence charges. At 33 years old, she's facing felony charges of assault with a deadly weapon three counts of domestic battery by strangulation ooh, and four misdemeanor counts of domestic battery. She's accused of hitting, kicking and strangling her wife in a violent incident that lasted an hour. According to police, get your ass kicked for an hour. That's a long time. So the women are catching up with the men then. I guess. What equality. Wow. That is a Vegas athlete crime for sure. <clears throat> yeah, I mean these Vegas teams, we kind of knew we were asking for trouble putting there, Vegas putting There's been a couple of WNBA stories that that make me think um uh and you go down rabbit holes trying to figure out the answer and it's pretty vague like what happens when a WNBA player gets pregnant. Um turns out it's very shunned uh when or somewhat uh, when a, when a player gets pregnant, because that that doesn't help the team, and then uh, there's now two uh, WNBA teammates who are dating, and you just got to ask yourself why. What, what do you how how do you think that's going to end? So it's uh, interesting, interesting, different challenges there in the WNBA. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, on and off the old court. Let's get interesting. I guess the, the prevailing question I have is how long can a WNBA player play pregnant? Because we know Serena Williams can win a grand slam while pregnant. But mm-hmm. at what point do you say, you know what? We gotta we gotta take you out of the starting lineup because you're about seven months pregnant. I think you can go farther than that, but you're sort of asking for it. I mean I But then know. it's like you play with kid gloves then if you know right. the, the opposing player's pregnant. It's so funny to me to oh, think it's about so weird just have this huge belly. Like it would you'd be you'd be totally bumping into people yeah, when at you that point it's five on six. Yeah. Right. That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. 
I don't know. I don't think that they'd let them. I don't know. They probably have to. I wouldn't. If I was a coach or a health person or whatever, I probably wouldn't let them go past five months. Just saying. Okay. There's got to be a line. Yeah. Where you can put. It's probably an advantage early on because don't you have like more oxygen in your system? You got some extra blood flowing. No. Possibly. No. no? Okay. You, well, I mean, it's it's really hard work to make a baby. It is really really it takes a lot out of you a lot well it's sucking your life that's it's what happens sucking your life it's an actual <laughs> parasite upon you yeah. exactly so remember that uh remember that i promise school that lebron built in akron ohio you know where uh the one where young Ethan Liming was beaten to death and the three guys who did it pled down to involuntary manslaughter and assault actually one of the three, Donovan Jones, was only charged with assault. But I digress. The math scores are in, and it is not positive. Mm-hmm. What percentage of eighth grade? What percentage of the eighth grade class do you think passed the state math test? Zero. Zero percent. What? Zero percent. Since they were in third grade, nobody has passed a math test since 2019 down there. I say again. The Akron Beacon Journal reported that the I Promise School hasn't had a single student pass the state's math test since the group was in third grade. The first year in the school, they were in the third grade. 17% of the class tested proficient in math. The following year, there were no tests because of COVID. And ever since, they have not had one student pass the test. They're passing English at an 8% rate. But wait, there's more. The I Promise School is supported by the LeBron James Family Foundation, but it also receives the same local, state, and federal funding as any other public school, which means the school costs the taxpayers in the district about $8 million annually. And nobody's Holy passing fuck. the math test. That's good grief. Dude, the, God, what is that about? That's just I'm, sad. It, I mean, we're old. What and we need this generation to work. What are we going to do? I mean, if I had my name on that school. I would be throwing money at that place to get the best yes. and the best scores and the most positive outcomes. And everybody there would be doing awesome community service projects. <laughs> my name is tied to this shit. Let's go. What if I told you? What if I told you that it doesn't matter how much money you throw at that fucking school? If you don't have parents at home reinforcing good behavior, it doesn't fucking matter. Throw $17 billion at it. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You're right, Chris. It takes you. you The nuclear family is people talk about white privilege. All white privilege is anybody can have that. It's a mom and dad at home who who loves and cares for you and takes all the anxiety off of your life. So all you have to do is go to school and play sports and have a good time. That's what mm-hmm. it is. And, and to be fair, I mean, it is, you, there's no money. Every, that fixes everybody, that. everybody hates the say. phrase white privilege, but that's true. I mean, that's essentially, it's a nuclear um, family. The difference between my school where I went to school and an inner city school. And it's not even about race. It's about parenting. No, there's white dudes, black dudes, Asian dudes. Every color will fail. In, no. in, in a fucked up home. Oh, yeah. And there'll be a few outliers that come out of that. But, totally. and then the majority in nuclear families, doesn't matter your race, color, creed, will succeed. It's just a fact. 
And the messed up thing is, I, I don't know if it's like this across the country, and I've mentioned this probably in our group chat, but there is, um, whether it's it's a correlation or a causation or whatever, in Chicago, they determine uh, like 15 years out the prison population based off how many kids fail second and third grade. There you go. Wow. Right? There's, and probably that's, nail it that's how close. they do it. And they they do. I mean, if you know anything about the prison industrial complex, they're they're good at what they do, which yeah, is super sad. But yeah, it, the people that I've talked to in the inner city that that do all the outreach, and I've talked to plenty of them, is essentially it, you stop throwing money at it because it's kind of a waste. Obviously, there's a certain amount of money that is needed to to make these programs run, but you know, adding another million dollars isn't going to change that much it's it's really about instilling community in somebody and not everybody's going to have a mom and a dad and quite frankly in the inner city in chicago a lot of those kids they don't they're lucky to have a mom Mm -hmm. um, that they can count on so it's really about okay what do you do outside of that you know i think lebron does a good thing and if you well-intentioned in setting up a school where kids can go and have some sort of accountability community, something to substitute for a bad home life. And and obviously it's not, not working super well. And I think COVID has a lot to do with that. Imagine, imagine taking your tests through a computer and learning through a computer. I wouldn't learn anything either. No, so this, this generation that was going through that. And I've got uh, family members who have kids that went through high school during that it sucks. They're, they're already way behind just because you're not going to learn that much. And every absence was excused and you didn't even have to show up. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine not having internet and having, <laughs> having your education be based <laughs> off the internet? Yikes. So I'm not shocked that all test scores are down, but it is a failure if nobody is passing math. Cause guess what you need? Math. Yeah, fucking and math. Crazy. Even it- with calculators existing, you need it. Yeah, when the um when the kids went back to school though, it's not it wasn't like switching a flip or flipping a switch, I'm just saying because um they had to reacclimate acclimate to being social. Like they were gone for so long. Mm-hmm. I know firsthand my kid like and his friends, they totally lost any zest for hanging out together and doing bro stuff. They yeah. were used to doing everything online it was just convenient for them and to re-socialize that's a whole that was a whole different thing let alone learning in a classroom it's crazy how quickly so many things that were not normal became completely normal and i'll have to look it up but there is a shocking amount of millions of kids that just didn't go back to school yeah whether they were in seventh grade eighth grade i mean it's you see it and you're just like what what? <laughs> what? We need to go what back to they? not leaving children behind. I understand fifty thousand across the country because I, I get it, but like we're talking millions. It's like I'm gonna. Here's <laughs> what happened. So our generation, Angela, Eric, not quite you, John. You're a tick back, but our generation was like our first latchkey kids, and we were kind of we were the first ones to see like a lot of people being raised by their grandparents. Yeah. Cause mom was all fucked up and dad was off doing whatever. And, and now our, and now those kids are having kids and those kids are growing up with grandma and grandma. They have no grandparents to fall back on. No. Cause, cause now grandma, grandma's on the pole. <laughs> like grandma and grandpa are fucked up. 
they're the ones that didn't raise them in the first place. Right. So now who's raising those kids? Yeah, that formula doesn't work anymore. I so get it's generate like the generations have gone down. And again, it ain't race. I've seen it in, if you go down south in poor white communities, that's what it is. Yeah. It's all the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Your race doesn't matter in that. No. Yeah. Central Chicago or you know, rural West Virginia, you have the same problems. Our our generation was the last generation to be able to have parents that were skipped out because our grandparents were from the golden age. You know, they were like yeah. still like nuclear family. The 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 strongest form of governance in America is the nuclear family. If you govern at the nuclear family level, the federal government doesn't have much to do. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because then it goes to the community and local, but it starts at the nuclear family. So our generation was like the last ones. And then and it's and now we're like, what? Now we have kids that can have kids, right? right. Like I have a 24-year-old daughter, a 21-year-old son, a 17-year-old daughter, 14-year-old daughter. Any one of my kids could have a kid. I mean, biologically, you know? Yeah. So, so <laughs> it's against company policy. But... Yeah, it is against company policy here in the Anderson <laughs> house. But, <laughs> but, but it could happen. So that's I, I think that we've gone so many generations down now of not giving a fuck. And, and I think a big part of that is now kids stay home more. They play more video games. More, They're feral more. fucks. If you do not raise children properly, you raise oh, yeah. feral fucking animals. Yep. Yeah. yeah there's or some old mammals. proverb I heard that was very true. And it says, if you don't raise up your young men, they will burn the village to the ground. A fucking right. Yeah. They will. We've Full been doing this for Mastro. millions of generations. Yeah. It's going to happen. Alexander the great, that fucking motherfucker was like, 15 when he fucking pummeled his first village. That's why that dude was taking over empires in it when he was 19. Yeah. Awesome. That, that's full of <laughs> testosterone, ready to go get it. Now that's what we're dealing with. That'd be so awesome. And, and like the that. outlet for so many years was your community at school that where you could play sports. You had an outlet. Yes. You had, like you maybe you didn't have good home life, but you at least had some source of you got to show up. You got to aggression. Your, yeah, we can control this aggression. Yes. We can. We can or go for play. me, I was I was around people that I could see them doing stupid shit. Where I'm like, oh, I'm actually witnessing this. I'm not doing that. Most of us here on this fucking podcast, we had a decent home life. Like it may not have been perfect, but it but it could have been way worse. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Well, totally. Yeah. yeah, if yeah. I didn't, if I skipped school one day, I had four or five adults that were pissed off at me. That's your wife. That's that's the privilege. It's, it's the privilege yeah. to have that. Yeah, and accountability and learning and understanding that, learning that, and becoming unferal. Anyways, sorry to get off the rant. Zero percent math has or a hundred percent fail rate in math is is fucking scary. That's that's trouble down the road for sure. That's not going to be good. Oh, maybe we'll be Mad Max by then, and you'll you'll just be bartering. Well, aliens will play then. They'll me. just get that Neuralink in their head, and I yep. will just connect their brain to the internet, and then they then they know everything, anyways. Then we'll enter the Wally age. Yeah. Dame Lillard wants a trade, but only to the Miami Heat, right, John? Basically, his agent said that Lillard won't play for any other team, so don't bother sending offers. Don't bother. And, uh, the league takes issue with that. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, it. You must really want to play for them if you're not going to have any leverage whatsoever. So, yeah, the league sent out a memo and basically is like, all right, we've gone too far, and you're going to get disciplined now if you start. You're going to get disciplined now if you start demanding trades, which I think is good because you look across the pond to soccer, and the way these dudes switch teams is absolutely ridiculous. There's no. As a fan, it's just like it's like when your baseball team buys a pitcher at the deadline and you're like, well, I kind of like him, but I'm not going to bother buying a jersey because he's going to be a free agent at the end of the year and he's going to get flipped and he's going to go somewhere else. And that's not great for the fan base. That's not great for the sport. I don't think I think there's in baseball, it can be kind of interesting. But, you know, when people start demanding trades I think it lowers a fan base's buy-in on their team. And I, I like the fact that they're like, okay, you got to stop doing this. This is this is not what yeah. we want. Um, but also, I'm sure it's very much motivated by the fact that the owners hate it. Right. Yeah, we found the line. This is where we got to stop and turn around. You can't, you, you can't do that. You can't essentially manipulate the whole market there. Speaking of trades, Max Scherzer has been traded from the Mets to the Rangers in exchange for infielder Luis Angel Acuna and Cash. Ronnie's brother. Cash. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it's Ronald Acuna's brother. Gosh, what a failed experiment in New York. (laughs) Yeah. Yikes. It's kind of like Steve Ballmer-esque in the Clippers where it's like, we're going to buy all these great players and still be terrible. Ouch. He became the latest rotation standout to make his way from the Mets to the Rangers, joining a list that includes guys like Nolan Ryan, John Matlack, and Jacob deGrom. I guess this is just a well-worn path from New York to Texas. Yeah. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. I'm not sure if uh, this has ever been done before. Maybe a few times. I didn't dig through the uh, baseball archives, but Here's a fun stat to impress your friends. And that's sort of our mission and appeal here, I think. You'll come away from every podcast with at least a couple fun facts you can use at social gatherings to relate to other human beings. Freddie Freeman, already in July, or by July, not in July, has 20 home runs, 35 doubles, 125-plus hits, 10-plus steals, and 40-plus walks. How is he not the MVP favorite? Acuna is still ahead of him right now. But Freeman has 71 RBI, RSBI, RBIs, RSBDI, to Acuna's 58 and has a better OPS. They're both hitting 328, and they're on base percentage and slugging percentages are both within a few points. Freeman actually has a 584 slugging percentage compared to Acuna's 571 and a slightly better on base percentage. So I think this is going to come right down to it. The Dodgers and the uh, the Braves. Can you believe these two guys were on the same team? Yeah. Gosh, Atlanta really shit the bed by not signing him because he wanted to sign there. That's... Yeah, when I first saw this, I thought, wow, teammates, that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. And he had, he had such a uh, buyer's remorse, and that came out around the All-Star game, was that last year? Um, that apparently his agent didn't give him a, give him a ring with Atlanta's final offer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and to be honest, I like both those guys. That was an awesome team. Um, 
as as a Cub fan, I went and watched the Cubs play them when I lived down there because that's when I was down there. And they were just such a freaking fun team. That's such a cool stadium. And, uh, you know, it's just the Dodgers being the Dodgers and being the evil empire of the West and splitting up sweet teams, luring them over to L.A., who hasn't really won a real World Series since 1988. I've said it once. I'll say it again. Um, But, you know, hats off to these guys for the continued success. Uh, You know, I I like Freeman a little bit more, but, uh, you know, those are two good dudes to be uh, leading the NL MVP vote. Yeah, it's going to, it's going to be interesting. We'll skip the stadium thing. Stadiums are ripoffs. That's what you need to know. Uh, Mbappe said no to the Saudi money. Speaking of ridiculous sums, Kylian, Kylian, I don't know how to say his first name. I should. Mbappe. Everybody just calls him Mbappe. Anyway, I just learned today that he had a first name. He got a call from the Saudis who wanted to pay him $700 million to play soccer for one year. The transfer fee alone would be $300 million, and this private investment fund didn't bat an eye at that number either. Round it up to an even billion has to feel amazing to say. In case you're wondering, $700 million comes out to $1.6 per day. Oh my God. How do you say no to that, even if it is blood money? I like to think of myself as somebody who has some morals. I try to be a high character guy, but I'm taking that money. You can only spend so much. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah suppose. I, I'd argue with that on Eric because <laughs> he's already got more money than he knows what to do with. And it's got to feel weird going over there. Not, not just because they're paying you like a shocking amount of money, which already probably feels weird. But then the level of play and everything, it's its kind of like when Messi comes over here, but a little bit less dramatic. Uh, it You also have to factor in that he's got to play in what presumably is a crappy soccer league and just feel weak. It's just got to feel strange. It's like yeah. if you're a senior football player going and playing JFL for an insane amount of money and just being like, yeah, I, yeah, I threw for seven touchdowns. Great. When you're playing for a bunch of people who are used to getting everything they want all the time, no matter what, no questions asked, how comfortable do you feel with that? Yeah, they're in the luxury box with fucking leopards and shit. Yeah. These people have infinite money. I I just love the fact that somebody said no to them. Like, you know, I actually, I love the fact that somebody is human enough to say, you know, the world doesn't have to be all about money. I don't really need $700 million. Uh, I'd rather spend the next year, you know, in these years of my prime playing at an elite level in an elite league and maybe not shipping my family overseas or doing whatever weird logistical nightmare it is to be playing for a Saudi team. Get my fucking hand cut off or something. Thank you. Priceless. That's powerful. Once you're known by your first name to the world, you're set for life. You don't need to sign big, huge. Once you're like Madonna status famous, you're fine. Yeah, Cher. Even Britney still hanging in there. I mean, she looks crazy as shit. She's still beautiful. She's still the most beautiful woman to ever live. But getting slapped by security. (laughs) She is. She is really uh, just left to her own devices there in that mansion. I think she just sets up the old tripod and. She thinks she's still as good of a dancer as she was back in the 90s, but I don't think she's very good at dancing. She's, she's lost a step. 
She's lost. She's lost. I went down such a. I've, I've said this on the podcast before, but I went down such a deep rabbit hole on conspiracies with Britney Spears and a body double. And is she just medicated out of her mind or, or what? So if you've got 30 minutes to, to burn at the doctor's office or something, you should go down the Britney Spears alive or dead rabbit hole. Ooh, sounds Ooh. interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> One last thing. Uh, There's a video out there on the internet of an orangutan driving a golf cart. (laughs) It's really impressive. He's a better driver than half the humans you know. I guarantee that. This will be studied in the future when they try to discern when orangutans (laughs) separated themselves from other monkeys in the evolutionary chain. So go seek that. Just type in uh, monkey golf cart orangutan drives golf cart. It's a four-minute video of this orangutan just cruising around the zoo, making turns. Looks casual as as can be. Like he does this every single day. Punching the clock, driving this. He's got like one arm up on the top, up on the roof, driving with one hand. The tiger (laughs) sees him coming. Tiger (laughs) runs along the fence. Wild. He didn't look nearly. Something that Chris's children should present to him in. why they need a peg- pet orangutan. Why they need to buy, yeah, they need to buy a monkey. <laughs> Look at him, he's shaking his head nope. like, Fuck. never bring a monkey into your home. Don't ever do that. You no, eat your fucking face off when you're sleeping. Your right. face or your genitals, one of those two things. They can do more than you think, too. There's also a video, you can look it up, of uh, monkeys canoeing. <laughs> and I, I guess I'm not worried where I will stop and, and maybe reevaluate the risk to my life is when they start being able to handle fire. Cause then we're in trouble Yeah, right now. You know, they haven't crossed that threshold into humanity, but when they start being able to control fire, they're going to burn this place to the ground. I, I saw, saw the- a video of one with a firearm where they handed a, a chimpanzee <laughs> oh, yeah. an AK 47 and oh, started wow. firing it. That was I wild. watched a video today with uh, a chicken was looking at a frog and then a monkey was looking at the frog and petting it. And then the monkey took a nap on the chicken next to the frog. And I'm like, the monkey knows what's up. He's living. That is wild. My sister has chickens. Those things are ruthless. I didn't realize how mean and just vicious chickens are. They're just little raptors. That's what they are. And they're angry. I think they have short, like little man syndrome, sort of like a chihuahua. Where they used to be this majestic, I don't know, velociraptor, and now they're chickens. But you drop a worm or any sort of bug in that chicken coop, and they go ape shit. It is wild. They tear things apart. Chickens are... If they could, they'd eat you. That's what I've decided about chickens. Anyway, we're way off the tracks. Go to Bloom Pharmacy and see all the renovations. Um, head over there on September the 10th. We're having a whole big bash. Come get some lovely products, some uh, clothing, some giveaways, play some games, come shake hands, kiss babies with us. Whether you have aches and pains, trouble sleeping, or your dog is scared of thunderstorms, like we had some massive thunderstorms, but we were cool in my household because I had my Canada Bloom Pharmacy products, so everything was cool and calm, and the windows were shut. Go to CanadaBloomPharmacy.com, enter code PSR, get 10% off your purchase. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We love the downloads and reviews, every single one of them individually, and we appreciate all of you. Head over to PatriotSports.com, PatriotSportsNow.com.
find all of our latest goings on. You have it bookmarked anyways. You didn't need me to tell you. We probably uh, probably have some new football shit coming up pretty soon. Football season. There's going to be a, a Hall of Fame game in like a few days. So get ready for that. Till next time, be good to each other. Chris kicked outro music. You've been listening to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're sick of all the national talking heads and biases of mainstream sports media like we are, this show is for you. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. For more content and merch, hit up www.patriotsportsnow.com. Find us on Twitter at Patriots Pod, on Instagram and Facebook at Patriots Sports Now, and on Getter, Rumble, and YouTube at Patriots Sports. Take care, and we'll see you next time.